Costello, here I am. Where have you been? I was sitting in the front row at the first theater. Why were you sitting in the front row? Well, they wouldn't let me sit on a stage. You know, I was headed down here to the studio, and a fellow was following me with a shotgun. So I run, and he run, up one street, and down another. Well, he didn't shoot you with a shotgun. No, it turned out all right. He was on his way to a wedding. (laughs) (laughs) Enough of this silliness. Uh, Do you know that this is uh, National Dog Week, Lou? Oh, sure. And I celebrate all those weeks. National Apple Week, I went out and I had an apple. National Donut Week, I went out and I had a donut. National Baby Week, I went out... I didn't celebrate that. Now, wait a minute. <laughs> By the way, uh, didn't I see an ad in the paper this morning where you wanted the secretary to answer your fan mail? Yes. I put in an ad. Did you get any answers? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. A beautiful redhead walked into my patio, and I started interviewing her. After a few questions, I didn't waste any time. I started chasing her around the barbecue. Well, that sounds great. Uh, why didn't you hire her? I, I couldn't even catch it. And what about the, that little brunette you were at the uh, Palladium last night with? Oh, I lost her to an Irishman on account of incompatibility. Incompatibility? Yes, we were sitting in a living room in incompat, and he had more ability. No. recipe that's been in my family for years. Speaking of your family, how is Uncle Mike, Lou? Oh, fine, fine. Fine, oh, fine. Fine. Aunt May presented him with a baby boy New Year's. The new baby was such a shock to him that he quit smoking. He used to be a chain smoker. Uh, gave up cigarettes, eh? No, he didn't smoke cigarettes. He smoked chains. Now a minute for some mighty good music. Matty Malnick and his orchestra play... The best things in life. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Where were you all afternoon? Well, I took a walk down Hollywood Boulevard, Abbott. And just as I was passing Nancy's department store, all the girls in the window winked at me. You dope, those are not girls in that window. They're dummies. Dummies? They ain't so dumb. They were all wearing me coats. <laughs> well, never mind that. Never mind that. Listen, what was your Aunt May doing out Will you answer my question? Cook, cook, What cook. was your Aunt May doing out on Sunset Boulevard this morning, banging the pavement with a big sledgehammer? Well... He and my Uncle Mike had a fight, and he told her to hit the road. <laughs> How did they ever happen to get married? Well, one night, Uncle Mike proposed to her. He didn't have an engagement ring, so he slipped a cigar band on her finger. Where did he get the cigar band? Aunt May was smoking at the time. <laughs> Costello, why is it none of your family or none of your relatives ever get along? Well, they all get along, Abbott. Why, my Aunt Eva's the oldest married woman in Baltimore. She's been married 50 years. Has she ever been separated from her husband? Only once. Hmm, that's fine. How long? 50 years. 50 years? <laughs> Please talk, Sims. What happened to your Uncle Jim? I haven't seen him since New Year's Eve. Oh, Uncle Jim is home playing Jack O'Lantern. Uh, how does he play Jack O'Lantern? He just sits in the window and gets lit up. <laughs> he go to work? Oh, he don't have to work. He won $5,000 on the People of Funny Show. And he split with my Aunt Alma. Uh, what's your Aunt Alma going to do with her share? What share? I said he split with her. He left town with the money. <laughs> I'll bet your Aunt Alma feels bad about it, don't yes, you? Yes, and Chuckle Jam lives. She can't eat. She can't sleep. She can't go to the movies. Why? She ain't got no money. <laughs> I was right. You and your whole family are morons. Watch out what you say about us morons, Abbott. We're organized now. <laughs> Hello, I want to thank you for that lovely Christmas gift you sent me. It was the most wonderful game I ever played. Game? I didn't send you any game. That was an autographed picture of myself. How do you like that? All night long, my wife and I sat up trying to pin a tail on it. His mother is jealous of all the other mothers. Why? They had children. Costello. Last week, he was on information, please. Yes, and they couldn't guess what he was. <laughs> you don't have to know who tore all the uh, girls' pictures out of my new Esquire magazine, do you? I did it, Abbott, but I did it by mistake. Mistake? Yes. I thought it was a Sears Roebuck catalog. I was sending in my order. Costello. <laughs> Costello, the only way you can get a girl is... By mail is to join a Lonely Hearts Club. I did that once. I sent my picture into the Lonely Hearts Club and they sent it back with a note. And what did the note say? We're not that lonely. <laughs> Costello, you're a wolf. Do you know what a wolf is? Sure. A wolf is an animal on two legs that's got a pair of eyes on two other legs. <laughs> Costello, if you find a nice girl and get married, I'll go to Washington... And get Margaret Truman to sing. I'll have her sing, Oh, Promise Me, at your wedding. Okay. 
Well, you'd rather see if you can get Congress to promise something, too. No girl would have you. You're too fat. You'll never get a beautiful girl with your shape. What's a girl with my shape? I want Susan Miller. After the show last week, Susan kissed me. She did? Yes. Uh, what kind of a kiss did she give you? Uh, was it a sisterly kiss, a friendly kiss, or, or a real sweetheart kiss? I don't know. Which is the one where she has to help you down off the channel air when it's all over? Susan Miller! Oh, Susan, you look so pretty tonight. What makes you so beautiful? Well, Costello, you know the old saying. Girls are made of sugar and spice and everything nice. The ones I get are garlic and hash and your father's old mustache. <laughs> Susan, don't pay any attention to this. B-O-O-B. Oh, that's a good one. I'll bet he doesn't even know what B-O-O-B means. I do so. It's B-O, spelled forward, backwards, and sideways. Costello, <laughs> why don't you stop forcing your attention on Susan? She's not for you. She's of the upper crust. And you're the lower crust. Gee, we could make beautiful pies together. <laughs> Costello, Susan is not your type. I'd be more suited to, to her. I, I have finesse. I'm hoity-toity. Abbott, you may be hoity, but you'll never see toity again. <laughs> well, look, how did you take pity on Gustella, Susan, and go out to dinner with him tonight? I will not. Last time I went to a restaurant with him, there was some silverware missing, and the cashier wanted to search me. But, Susan, you're not the type to steal silverware. That's what I told the cashier. She said if I would walk out of the restaurant with Costello, I'd walk out with anything. <laughs> Susan, if you don't go out with me tonight, I'll disappear. And tomorrow morning, the police will be dragging the Los Angeles River for my body. But they won't find me. Why? I'll be home in bed. <laughs> oh, so long, Pastor. Costello, you'd better be nice to Susan Miller. She's moving into your boarding house today, and she's uh, taking the room directly above you. She's going to be in room 215? And I'm in 115? That's right. Have it. Call the OPA. What for? I want them to remove my ceiling. I... <laughs> hey, will Susan be in that room all the time? Well, you know Susan. She goes in and out. Did you notice that too, Abbott? <laughs> oh, this is wonderful. The woman I love living right upstairs. Oh, stop, Costello. You're not in love with Susan. She's just uh, a passing fancy. Well, I never passed up anything that fancy. <laughs> Oh, uh, she should like the room. She gets bored with it. Well, I'm glad. She gets bored with the room. If she gets bored with the room, why does she rent it in the first place? Oh, she's not bored with the room. She's very happy. You just said that she gets bored with the room. That's right. Where's she getting all that lumber? (laughs) I'm not talking about lumber. I'm talking about board. Susan eats her board. Who feeds her all these boards? The landlady. (laughs) The landlady, of course. Susan made arrangements with the landlady to eat her boss. Three times a day. Thirty days a month. Yeah, but I'm moving out of that place. Why? That Susan Miller is going to eat me out of house and home. <laughs> what are you getting so excited about? What business What business is it of yours, what she does to her room? I'll make it my business, brother. Her floor happens to be my ceiling. <laughs> I don't mind you knocking the props out from under me every week. 
But I ain't going to let that Susan Miller eat the roof from over my head. There's no sense getting yourself into a frenzy. What? A what? Frenzy, frenzy. I'm not making frenzies with nobody. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, you idiot. I'll try to explain. War. By giving you an example. Now, in your room, the plaster is all cracked. So you have a floor in your ceiling. I got a floor in my ceiling. Certainly. How do you like that? I've been living upside down. <laughs> now I find out. Costello, you're all mixed up. Now, uh, how do you get so daffy? Because I've been living upside down for six years. What's your excuse? Now, wait a minute. Are you listen to me? How do you like walking around on your head? I'm not walking around on my head, neither are you. I'm only trying to tell you that Susan's room is perfect. It has no flaw. And she's happy because she gets bored with the room. Here we go again. No, the, the reason she likes to get bored with the room is because she gets so hungry after a busy day at the studio that she rushes home and eats like a beaver. Now we've got her eating beaver board. <laughs> she does not eat beaver board. You just said she eats a board like a beaver. I, I said she eats like a beaver. What is she? What does she eat like a beaver? Her board. I slapped him again. All right. <laughs> Her board three times a day. She starts with breakfast. I suppose for breakfast she has a couple of soft-boiled shingles. No, no, wait. <laughs> if you will excuse me, Mr. Rabbit, i got to run over and nail a sign of Susan Miller's door to warn other rumors. What kind of a sign? What kind of a sign? Yeah. Beware. Susan Miller, girl, termite. <laughs> Costello's singing star, Susan Miller, singing the perennial favorite, Sometimes I'm Happy. Sometimes I'm happy, sometimes I'm blue. My disposition depends on you. I never mind the rain in the sky. As long as I see sun in your eyes, sometimes I hate you, sometimes I love you, but when I hate you, it's cause I love you, that's how I am, so what can I do, I'm happy when I'm with you. Sometimes I'm blue, my disposition depends on you, I never mind the rain in the sky, just as long as I see the sun, you rise, sometimes I hate you, sometimes I love you, but when I hate you, it's cause I love you. That's how I am, so what can I do? I'm happy when I'm with you. So happy when I'm with you. Well, Costello, did Susan Miller move into that room in your uh, rooming house? She couldn't have it. When she got there, it was over. He rented to a family of 14. And none of them are working. 14 people in one room? 
How do they pay the rent? They take in boarders. <laughs> I'm going to move out of there myself, Abbott. I'm getting sick of having a room with an adjoining. An adjoining what? I don't know. I can never get the other door open. <laughs> you had any sense you'd buy an apartment building. Invest your money now. Who knows? Tomorrow your dollar may be worth ten cents. Abbott, do you really think the value of the dollar is going to go up? Now, if you owned an apartment house, who would you rent to? Well, let me see. Well, I'd rent one apartment to a lawyer. Why? That's in case I get in trouble. And I'd rent one to a gorgeous resident. Why? That's to make sure I get in trouble. <laughs> Castello, to be a landlord, you've got to be tough. If the man on the first floor don't pay his rent, you squeeze it out of him. I can't do that. That's not me. Well, if the man on the second floor can't pay his rent, you squeeze it out of him. That's not me. If that gorgeous redhead can't pay her rent, you That's me, brother! <laughs> I think I'll rent an apartment of Susan Miller right across the court for mine. Then I can see her morning, noon, and night. Now, what makes you so sure you'll see so much of her? The apartment I rent her won't have any window shades. <laughs> Come on, Costello. Let's go to the real estate broker and see if we can buy you an apartment house. So you want to buy an apartment, huh, Costello? Well, let me work at my whisting. Here's a small apartment over a garage. It has a lovely living room, a gorgeous bedroom, and the bathroom is out of this world. Uh, ain't that a wibble inconvenience? Costello, <laughs> how does this sound to you? A Swiss chalet, Swiss architecture, Swiss furniture. Sounds pretty cheesy to me. <laughs> Maybe you could build Costello a new house. Nothing doing. I'm making all of them new ones out of taft bricks. What a taft brick. Every time it gets a little dewy, they drop out. My Uncle Mike built an apartment next to the zoo. He's so nearsighted, he started nailing zebras over the windows. Nailed zebras over the windows? Yes, he thought they were awnings. Costello, your Uncle Mike knows nothing about building, and neither do you. I do so. Uh, what's the first thing you do in building a house? I call up the corset shop. To build a house, you call a corset shop? Sure, where do you think I can get my foundation? <laughs> Broker, don't you have an apartment house that's a real bargain? Oh, I got just a house for you, Costello. Jane Wattle lives on one side of it. Who lives on the other side? Who cares? I'll take it. <laughs> oh, come on, Costello. <laughs> Costello, you dummy, you bought this apartment house to get a place to live, and there isn't a vacancy in the building. You ought to have your brains examined. I did have it. I had my brains examined at Harvard. What do they say? I don't know. I haven't got them back yet. <laughs> hey, look, Costello, you're the landlord of this, this building, and you have a right to an apartment. Now, go to that door and tell the tenant to move. Act tough. Tough? Really tough? I'll throw him out. Yes. What do you want? I'm the new landlord, and I'm here to ask you... Wait a minute till I finish talking to my wife. Emma, I told you a thousand times. I like parsley on my steak. 
Tonight you forgot the parsley. And you know what that means. <laughs> now, landlord, what was you going to ask me? And um, are you getting enough hot water?
If you ain't out of here by 1963, there's going to be trouble. That's silly, you're a weakling. Be firm. Tell her to get out. Okay. Miss, there's only one thing I want to say to you. Could you could you wait till I say goodbye to my brother? Who's your brother? The big tough guy in the next apartment. Now, what were you going to say, Costello? Are you sure you're getting enough hot water? 